Wale? Yes. Are you good? Are you ready? I'm ready, yes. Excellent. So, hello, listeners. Welcome to the... Oh, what's the new name? <laughs> I, I, I changed the name of my podcast. <laughs> so, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. okay so, welcome to the Pokey London Flat Series with me, Afro7. You know how we do. We're back on this special episode. I've got a very, very special guest. I think very highly of this guy. That's why he's my guest to discuss these very sensitive matters. So, hi, Wally. Hi, Tala. Hi. Thanks for the very nice words. <laughs> You're welcome. Some of you might know him as King Wally on Twitter, and he has his own very good podcast. It's called... The Now Clock Podcast. That's right, where he explores issues on a very deep level, but entertaining at the same time. So please check it out, subscribe. He's at King Wally on Twitter, but we'll do this again at the end of the show. So, Wally, welcome. It's good to be here. Yes, thank It's been you. a while. It has. Thank you for honoring my invite. I'm much obliged. It's my pleasure. Excellent. So today we want to talk about sexual assault in the context of what happened with DSF, that's Dorcas Shola Fapson, and latterly uh, we might branch into Aziz Ansari date story. So just to give a bit of background to the DSF issue, so DSF is a famous actress in Nigeria. She is a young lady who posted last week on social media that she was in a taxi cab, a taxifier to be specific, to a destination and between her and the driver, they have different versions of events, but some things transpired, right? So on social media, she posted that uh, she was attacked by the driver. She called, she labeled him a rapist in, in a photo <clears throat> that she posted and, um, she then narrated her version of events, which went something along the lines of she got in the Uber, she didn't put in her destination, she wanted to pay with her card, but he insisted on a cash payment, and that disagreement led to him refusing to listen to further instructions vis-a-vis driving her to where she wanted to go. She then ordered another Uber, another taxifier rather, but the fellow kept driving, drove her to an unknown destination, destination unknown to her, he got out of the taxi, then proceeded to, no, then she took out the keys because she was unsure as to where they were, so just to prevent him from driving further. Then he came back, proceeded to attempt to drive, to drag her out of the taxi, rather, at which point she pepper sprayed him. All right, so that's the, that's the story, that's the long and short of the story, essentially, and she has video recordings to back up her version of events. He then responded, you know, disputing everything she said, uh, saying that he was very polite to her, he refused to take her because she didn't put in her destination. He then drove her to a house where he saw lights and uh, at which point she became belligerent and refused to leave his taxi cab and she pepper sprayed him and he's innocent and she is a spoiled brat. That's essentially the gist of what he was trying to say. So, Wale, what did you make of the story when you read it? And I, I want to really touch on first the allegations of assault and secondly, the taxi driver's version of events. Like, I'm not going to ask you who you believe because, you know, you, you've read both accounts, mm-hmm. yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You've read both accounts. All right. So what did, what did you make of it? Um, like, like I do with any topic on the timeline, mm-hmm. I usually just observe mm-hmm. and just keep quiet till I get everything together. Mm-hmm. And what I saw... 
people talking about her stuff. I think it was the second day mm -hmm. that I actually took time to look it up. But I saw people talking about she almost got she almost got raped or kidnapped or something. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, that's really that's really horrible. Mm -hmm. Then the second day, um, I saw I actually saw the driver's um, side first before seeing her side. I saw the driver's side. I saw the stuff that the WhatsApp message mm -hmm. that he was talking to somebody, and I saw it. I was reading it. I'm like, fair enough, okay. And then, so I went to look up her side of the story. Mm -hmm. Now, both sides, there are questions everywhere, mm -hmm. right? There are things that, uh, at first I was confused that it's possible for somebody to book a, one of those rides and not have a destination. Oh, it's very possible. So I was like, I've oh. done it. I did okay, it. So I figured out myself, maybe, yeah. maybe that's a thing that I'm just not used to. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Take that side away. But, it, it just seems to me like it's from both sides. It's one of those things where you say is a series of unfortunate events. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to, I don't know if I think he was trying to kidnap her. I, I don't, don't think I don't, he probably I, do was know, trying to kidnap her. Do you know what's her. strange? I don't believe he was trying to kidnap her, nor do I believe yes. he was trying to rape her. However, exactly. I believe that she believed he was. Yes. I think she did. And I think if you look at everything he did before then, mm -hmm. I can see how she can believe that. Even in his right? version of the story, if you're to believe him, even in his version, he clearly said he decided to drive somewhere. So him deciding means that he's doing something he wanted to do against what she was telling him. Mm -hmm. So you can exactly. see where she might have believed that this fellow is doing something that will potentially put me in a lot of danger. A woman in Nigeria late at night, it is not unreasonable for her to reach the conclusion that this guy did not mean her well. Do you understand? In, in a country, in a country where things happen so quick at that time of the night, right? Precisely. I can't really blame her Precisely. for thinking, "Oh shit." This exactly. shit is going really and bad. And I don't, know? I don't like, think any reasonable person can blame her for reaching that same conclusion, mm -hmm. right? He put his hands on her. When he did that, she had every reason to believe she was going to be assaulted. This is Nigeria. It doesn't take much for a man to spark a woman if he feels slighted in any way, shape, or form, right? So everything <laughs> she believed, I don't think was out of place for her to believe because you have to look at it within the context of the society we're talking about, right? Even here, even here in London, if a cab, if a cab driver grabs me by my waist, I'm going to think the worst. That's just the way it is. Late at night, me in a skimpy dress, he's grabbing by my waist. I'm not saying what she wore uh, gave him an excuse to grab her. I'm just saying this will be my mind, like, what the fuck is this guy trying to do? I'm coming from somewhere. He might get an idea that because I'm dressed like this, because in Nigeria they do get these ideas, all right? Yeah. They think because you're dressed a certain way, you're a prostitute or whatever have you, or you're easy game, so they can try. She has, she has the accent uh -oh. and everything together. Right. So they can try it, right? So everything he did led her to believe what she believed. Now, on the flip side, I can also see where he got scared. This is weird because I yes, that's why I, yeah. I said it's a. Go on. That's why I said it's a series of. That's why I say it's a series of unfortunate events. Mm. It's like her being, you know. By the way, the connection is poor. It keeps saying it's poor network connection. Really, but I can hear you nicely. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Sometimes you fade in, you go in and out, but 
Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. But, um, okay, let me just continue. So I think him, from everything I've seen, right, since she's the customer, what it turns out to be, my conclusion from all this, from all the back and forth, I don't know if it's something the company is currently doing uh-huh. or they're looking to do. Uh-huh. I feel like these drivers should be trained on how to deal with these situations, right? Um, first of all, mostly because our culture is a very um, interesting, you know, to say the least, <laughs> to put it's it a very interesting kind of, <laughs> kind of culture where, um, first of all, it getting to a point where he, he was touching her was so weird. I've gone into so a lot of weird. Ubers in my life. So I've weird. never been touched for anything. So I can't even remember standing okay. very okay, so close to the, the driver. The, the thing is, he's saying he told her to get out of the car. She is saying exactly. she asked him to wait whilst the other Uber arrived. While right? the other Uber was and, coming. And I exactly. understand that because obviously she did not want to be standing in the middle of the road at that hour in the night, mm-hmm. right? So it would not have been too much for him to wait. Now, the thing is, there's a lack of empathy on his side because he didn't care. He just wanted her out of his car, from even from his own account, right? Exactly. So he didn't care. He just wanted her out. And that, to him, gave him the right to put his hands on her. And at this it's, point, you can imagine a... two people arguing, and the next thing you're putting your hands on somebody in Nigeria, what do you think the woman is going to think? Either you're going to beat her up physically or you're going to sexually molest her. It's it's really crazy, and seeing how people reacted really got me pissed off because I was saying, people are saying, oh, let's look at both sides of the story. Right? I don't, I don't, and listen, like, I, listen. It's clear. No, 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 huh? no, 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 no. This is where I have to, and I couldn't say this on Twitter because I think people on Twitter have started to give me a name that my mother didn't call me, mm-hmm. and I hate that. If two people bring their stories into the public domain, there is nothing wrong with someone saying, let's, ha- let's read this and let's read this. Both no, stories are okay. in the public that's domain. A, right? That, okay, that's okay. I, I have no problem with that. I love that, right? Mm-hmm. It makes sense. My issue became people claiming to be looking at both sides of the story. And I tweeted something, like the only, probably the only thing I tweeted on the I case. I'm like, people claiming to be looking at both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. But it was clear to me that they were not trying to look at both sides, right? Mm-hmm. They were clearly looking at, they read his story, mm-hmm. and they looked at her story, mm-hmm. and they look at ways to attack her, which yeah. I think is wrong. Oh, yeah. I right? mean, she's the woman, Which I she's think it was clear. A certain group of people were trying mm-hmm. to go at her for whatever reason. People mm-hmm. bringing up stuff like, oh, she tried to... she tried to date Whiskey at one point or something, just imagine? bringing up different things. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, if we are saying that we're going to look at both sides, you guys are not really doing that. You're just looking for. I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's it's common, you know. So I mean, I think I I exactly. came in, I came in your DM about this. So it's like now it becomes a case of the privileged versus the working man, right? So she's 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 assumed to have some sort of privilege because she's female, she's popular, she's foreign, and she's pretty. So people assume that she had some power over this taxi driver, they're they're forgetting that at the time this event occurred, she is just a small, as in physically she's not that big. She's a small girl in the middle of the night 
you know, probably coming from someone which was having a good time, tired, as well as the driver was tired, she was just trying to get home. Now, I understand that they might have started shouting at each other because they clearly both wanted separate things. He wanted her mm-hmm. out of the taxi cab. She wanted to stay because it would be safer for her, you know, and I don't blame her for wanting that, right? But the, the problem is people are now looking at it as in this privileged girl talking to this driver anyhow and, and inputting parts of the story that wasn't there to begin with but because they wanted so desperately to empathize with the person they saw as a smaller person in the story they turned her into a monster right but it's the way it's that's exactly what happened and i'm not even surprised because this is this is this is nigeria for you for anybody who doesn't really know how nigerians operate this is a prime example of how things go with nigerians it's the reason why if it won Big Brother last year. Oh my God, you read my mind. Anywhere. You absolutely read my mind. I was on going to world. reference that. Huh? <laughs> I was going to reference FA's win. You read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> In any world, it shouldn't have won. But this is what... And I understand it's an underdog story. It's the um, people are always... Um, poor people are looked down upon. They are this, this. We get it. I understand all that. But if we're saying we're looking at both sides of the story... It's okay. My problem is, it's okay to admit that there are things with this story that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I found that, that a lot of people were not taking that stance. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, you know what, this story is confusing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Nobody was there. Just those two people exactly. are the ones that really know what happened. So it's okay to admit that. Mm-hmm. But when you claim to be looking at both sides and weighing things together and you start attacking the girl, I don't, I don't like that. It's always or like when that. you start attacking the driver and you start calling him names. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's I always like that, that where people attack the woman. You know, they attack mm-hmm. her because they assume that she has an ulterior motive. Now, in this instance, I'm finding that hard to believe because nobody wants to be attached to this kind of story. It doesn't look good for her either to either be a rape victim because you know the way Nigerians look at rape victims. Like somehow they mm-hmm. ask for it, right? So she does. She clearly wouldn't want that attached to her name. But she didn't even. The thing is, she didn't even. Say the guy raped her. No, she, she called didn't. Him a rape. She called him. That's exactly. the, that's the confusing part. She never said he raped her, but because she called him a rapist, people just ran with that. You know, she's. I heard the video. She said he's trying to rape me because at the time he was physically handling her. Exactly. Right. So it's not. Right. It's not a crazy conclusion to reach when somebody in Nigeria at that time of the night is physically handling you against your will. It is not a crazy conclusion to reach. Right. So people are trying to make it out like, oh, she said he raped her. She said, no, she didn't say that. And the the thing is, it's not hard. I'm not mad at people who want to take the guy's side, to be quite frank. I'm not. Of course. I'm not. But the problem is the way we understand privilege. We think privilege is, what's the right word I'm looking for? So you you can be Bill Gates in the Australian desert speaking to an aborigine. Who is a privileged one in that instance if you're Bill Gates and you're lost? (laughs) <laughs> of course not Bill Gates right so in, yeah. she might have all these privileges that you imagine she has I mean packaging is not hard but she might have all these privileges you imagine she has but in this scenario she was not privileged because she's the one asking to stay in his taxi cab for safety until the other cab arrives so exactly. he lacked the empathy to really understand the situation and see what she... I mean, at this point, it's apparent that there's a clear miscommunication of intentions on both parts, not helped by him physically manhandling her, right? 
So, and then you, you have the instance where she's pepper sprayed him, pepper sprayed him. He doesn't know what the hell a pepper spray is. He's thinking she's trying to take his eyes from his face. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Yeah. Saying she, she's a, she's a, what did he call her? She's a ritualist. She's a ritualist. She's a ritualist right. So yeah. that shows you a level of ignorance on his part. But then again, I can't blame him. It's the extent of his knowledge, right? He's not going to understand yeah. she's defending herself. And this is really pepper spray. She's not trying to take his eyes from his face. You know, so I I think in understanding the story, there there wasn't enough empathy from for her, nor for him, because I think people's positions were totally calcified. Oh, you're either pro woman and this guy is a bastard and a rapist, or you're pro the poor and so you're pro the taxi driver and this girl is a harlot and she wants attention. It's it's one thing that I don't like. I don't like the way things have gone. And this is something that really annoys me. It's very obvious in every part of life, in politics, in daily life, in talks about even football Twitter, right? This thing where if something isn't, something is either great or is absolute trash, right? Mm. If somebody is, it's just like me saying, we always have this conversation all the time, right? About, and I'm sure you've seen it, we have this conversation about Lukaku and Morata, mm. right? And some people say Lukaku is better. Some people say Morata is better. And I always think, when somebody says Lukaku or Morata is the better player, why do people think they're calling the other one absolute trash? Yeah, because we only right? think in binaries, right? That's that's what it's become. So either become or. There are no the gray areas. Everyone... There's no nuances. It's always either or. And if you're for it's... this one, you must be against me, right? Exactly what it has become. And it comes into this topic on feminism on all these things right the way i see feminism and i think feminism is very easy i think it's very straightforward theory, i don't think it's something you achieve i think it's in theory, basic human decency in theory right? it's very easy in theory I, it's in listen in theory mm, it's very it easy is, yes because it's easy to say okay i believe everybody's equal and i think women should have the same rights as as men at least under the law so that's mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the jure equality it's easy. Everyone, anyone can say that. But, mm. but de facto equality now, the part where you need to search yourself and do things the way they should be done if you really believe that women are equal, that is the hard part. You know what, you, you know what, I, you know what I think, right? I think it's actually not... Like when I see people who go at feminists or mm-hmm. talk about snake queens as they, you know, mm-hmm. they've turned that word to some attack, whatever. Mm-hmm. When I see that stuff, I always laugh because they bring up feminists that are rude, feminists that are this, this, this. And they just say, oh, all these feminists, that's what they do, right? And I think we always make this mistake of forgetting that with any cause, with any opinion somebody has, there's a human aspect to it. The fact that you're a human human being with emotions and everything, it goes into everything you do in life. So if I'm a teacher and I'm a patient teacher, right, the way I teach my kids is going to be different from a teacher who is not patient. Mm-hmm. They're both teachers. They're both teachers with different approaches. So if you're saying all feminists are rude or whatever because... You saw a feminist that's rude, which is her personal quality. You're not attacking the fact that as a person she's rude. You're attacking the umbrella that she happens to claim in public, right? 
then I don't think you really understand it. So well, when people are talking about Miss DSF and huh, it's a cop out. But carry on, carry on. Exactly, it's 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 a way. It's the same thing Republicans do. Mm. We, we, it's a mechanic. It's it's a smart way to keep people shot. People Just that don't derail, actually understand derail the conversation right? and take it away from what it's supposed to be, essentially. Exactly. So when people are talking of um, DSF, away from even her talking about people like her, saying, "Oh, all these guys are always rude. When they do this, they're always this and that." I was like, "That's just a personal thing." The fact that somebody lives in Lekki and people are saying Lekki girls are always rude when they get on um, Uber or Taxify or whatever, like this class war you people are fighting and yeah. you're trying to convince yourself that every person who's privileged looks down on anybody who's um, hustling. Um, it's a ridiculous. I mean, it, it goes, it goes, ridiculous. it goes, it goes both ways, right? So, I mean, I recently returned from Lagos and I was privy to observe some things. You know, so it goes both ways. Mm. There is an inherent suspicion by both parties of each other. So of course, yeah. the lucky lot inherently suspect the mainland lot and vice versa. Uh, but I mean, I think given that the avenues to which we express these things, Twitter being chief amongst them, is largely seen as an elitist avenue, right? Even though anybody can open a Twitter account and, and talk about whatever. But the things mm-hmm. that I discussed, culture, things things of that nature you know you sort of have to have a level of exposure to really participate in the discussions to a level that really makes sense and is engaging and that exposure comes with a level of privilege this privilege you can attain yourself because google is free the internet is free if you want to learn about anything you can however people are very defensive about their station in life you know so they're looking at dsf and and their and their and their 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 venting and their Oh, what's the right word I'm looking for? When you, when you, when you, when you assume somebody is, when you, when you import your own feelings onto somebody else. Oh, what's the Def, um, deflecting? No, 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 no. Um, projecting, right? So, the, projecting, so yeah, so yes. they're projecting their own feelings into this situation. They're automatically assuming that she thought she was better than the taxi driver, and seeing themselves in that situation of being the put down, the put upon individual versus a wealthier, more privileged individual coming from exactly. a slightly part of Lagos. So, the ability to empathize with her went out of the window, right? And it's not, it's not just a gender thing because a lot of women were also attacking her and taking the taxi driver's side because he came out and told a sub story. It was, oh. more, than, it was more than a gender, t- yeah. gender, um, gender thing, really. Like yeah. it was, that became obvious very quick mm-hmm. because a lot of women, were, like you said, were on the side of the driver. Mm-hmm. A lot of, it, it became a class thing so quick. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, the way I, look at, um, I looked at that thing, even if the driver punched her, mm-hmm. if he, you know, hurt her. Oh, it's because she was rude. They would say it's because she was rude. They say, yeah. exactly. Oh, they maybe, would still find a way if, to Even the up. things that he didn't say she did, they would say it's because she did those things. Or maybe she slapped him first. Exactly. Maybe, so maybe it's, a, it's, a, it's an agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. A, it's a certain group of people. They've been waiting for these kind yeah. of people to do so something. They, they and this was delight. the perfect person. Exactly. They take delight when something some sort of misfortune before somebody that they see as being up there you know exactly. so it's like oh, oh like like one of the comments i saw two comments actually going on about her accent and the other one oh you're verified and you're you're even taking taxify with us it's like come on 
Are you serious? These are the things that really bother you in this terrible situation that anybody can find themselves in. I mean, okay, she was a woman and in this dangerous situation, but you could have very well been a man being taken somewhere you didn't want to go. How would you have felt, right? Or you could have been you could have been a poor person in this situation. You could have been a working class person in this situation. This situation was not about what she had and what she didn't have. It was about the moment. And in that moment, there was severe miscommunication and a lack of empathy, perhaps on both of their sides, but definitely on the man's side. From what I, from what he said and what she said, what I concluded was, he didn't want to wait with her because he didn't, he didn't care for her. She just wanted him to wait until the next cab arrived, and he wasn't having it. Drove her to a strange location and expected her to just get out of the taxi cab. Like, are you mad? He could have really. He could have really handled things better. Way better. And that's that comes about back to what I said that. Are these people being trained? Do they have like, do they have like a, I was listening to a podcast earlier that we both listened to mm. and somebody raised the point that can, is there a number they can call it? They're confused somewhere that, Hey, what do I do? Right. Yeah. And somebody because else it's said, clear that he didn't know what to do. Somebody else said those, that solution is not immediate, right? It's not immediate. And the thing is, but it would have been a good thing to do because then he would have read, if he had any concerns, he would have registered them immediately right mm-hmm. okay so this lady is in my cab she doesn't want to get out and i want to go home i'm off i'm off service now right so you could have registered it with somebody right then then because right now as far as i am concerned he failed primarily because while somebody is in your car you have duty of care for that person you have the duty exactly. to, you yes. have the duty to deliver them to their destination you have the duty to ensure you drive within the confines of the law do you understand? That doesn't mean he's not a human and you have and the passenger gets the right to talk to the to the driver anyhow. But the point is while she was in his car, he had a duty of care to ensure that she was safe and he failed. He failed. So however you want to look at this, I don't even think the rape angle comes into it at all, but I understand why she felt that way because I might have felt the exact same way if he did what he did to her to me. It's a very Nigeria is a very fragile country where anything can happen at any time. Yes, and people I don't say blame her for, for looking. It. And at the same time, you know, another angle that I thought of, mm. and this is not me even defending the driver, mm. right? He could have been thinking as well. It doesn't justify what he did. He could have been thinking the people she's calling the so-called taxifier so. that she says is coming. It could have. It could be a bunch of robbers. To come and beat him. I mean, at first, I you must know, confess. I must confess, mm-hmm. before I heard her part, when I read that, I thought, hmm, who is he lying to? How can this small girl... Okay, so he said she was speaking Yoruba. I'm thinking, okay, who would start speaking Yoruba in Lagos and assume that the other person can't understand? I have Igbo friends, South-South friends that understand and speak Yoruba like nobody's business, right? You can't assume mm-hmm. that because somebody isn't Yoruba in Lagos, they don't understand Yoruba. That was my conclusion from reading his story. Unfairly, I might add, because then I thought about today's and I thought, okay, fine. If he didn't really understand, and given that they probably already just had an argument, I can understand why he might have been a little bit like, who is she calling? And what are they planning to do to me? Do you understand? I can see that he might have been a bit panicked too. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? That's why I'm saying the lack, the severe miscommunication added to this entire thing, added to her feeling panicked and unsafe, added to him feeling a sense of urgency in getting her out of his car. Do you know? So it's it's... It's not this case to me because they both told their sides of the story. If you were, if you're a fair-minded person and you really read what they both had to say, the truth was somewhere there in the middle, mm-hmm. or something yes, that looks yes. like the truth was somewhere there in the middle. 
you know. So it's it's. I mean, to be very honest, do I think it's fair that she called him a rapist? No. To be to be very honest, no, I don't think it's fair. But do I understand why she did it? Yes, I do. Because yes. it was clear yes. that she posted that tweet immediately after she got out of the situation. So she was still feeling some type of way. So she quickly, you know, communicated what she was feeling, as we all do on social media. Maybe if she could read, think about it, she might not have sent that tweet labeling him a rapist, even as she narrated her ordeal, right? So, yeah, he can complain about that. I don't think it's fair that she called him a rapist, but I don't think it's out of order that she felt that he was going to rape her either. So that Because it's one of those things where, as a man who's, you know, I haven't been in a situation where I, you know, I was scared that somebody was going to rape me. I also understand that this is something that women have to think about mm-hmm. almost on a daily basis because... We hear these stories all the time of, exactly. you know, you never know what to exactly. expect, right? Exactly. And it's like a woman is, a woman is here walking around and even when you, you're trying to talk to a woman or you're trying to date a woman, right? It's like, she doesn't know what your angle is. Exactly. So you can understand why she could be suspicious that, huh, what does this one want? You understand? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this one trying to mm-hmm. get? Exactly. So I, I I can't really be mad. Like I I, I get it. The world exactly. is not fair to women. So I, I understand. The, the, I'm not going I mean, to the world isn't fair to women at concern. all. The world isn't fair to women at all. But then you know, in this situation, they were both mutually suspicious, suspicious of each other because of the privilege mm-hmm. one one assumed the other possessed. So he's got the privilege of power over her. She's in his car. He knows where he's going. She does not. You know, and on the on the converse. He's looking at her and thinking she's got privilege of maybe money and class over him. So he's got a right to suspect her and she's got a right to suspect him. Do you see yeah, what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Right. So he's seen her, he's heard the way she speaks, he's seen the way she looks. Maybe he even recognized her. I don't know. But so he's, he's, he's inferred some level of, of, of class from the way she was. Hence his panic. Hence him thinking who she call in to come and arrange me kind of thing. You know, so I can, I can see, like I said, I can see where he was coming from, and I can totally see where she was coming from. Unfortunately for them, this played out in public, and people have said all kinds of things that I'm praying to God she has not even read. You know, so it's 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 a very terrible situation, actually, because it shows a very ugly side of Nigerians that that makes me really, really sad. We have zero but, empathy. But, but Tala, this is a thing that worries me about Nigerians, right? You're over there, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. We just talked about this. We just looked at both sides. We just concluded that it was just a bunch of stuff happening so quick, mm-hmm. and we can understand how one person feels somehow and the other person feels somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Is it so hard for people to do this as Nigerians that they have to jump so quick? Yeah, it's to very just label hard. people as I don't get it. No, it's, it's like, very hard. Do you know why it's very hard? I, because they're living that reality, and hmm. they're living that reality and they're suffering consequences of of a particular reality because of their station in life. So it is very true that people from a particular walk of life suffer as a result of it. So if you're poorer in Nigeria, you know that's the worst crime ever. So as a result, a lot of people who don't have a lot of money are very defensive. They suspect your intentions immediately, and they suspect that you mean them harm even when you don't mean them harm. That is the only thing I can say cuts across genders, right? But for women, there is a particular and a special fear, and that fear is any man can do anything to you at any time, and anybody can say you deserved it. Of course, yes. 
you know. So for her, for her to react to the way she did, spraying him down with pepper spray, I'm sorry. I'm In that instance, knowing what she was thinking, I'm happy that she had the spray. Because it could it could have gone left. I'm sorry for him exactly. that he got sprayed up, but it could have gone left. And people would have been saying, if only she had this, if only she did this, at least if what she was suspecting was true in any way, shape or form, she defended herself. You know? I'm, I'm actually impressed that she shared a pepper spray because I usually encourage um, people to have either a taser or like a pepper spray Man, whenever. All my girls you know, have tasers and knives. I'm so happy about that. Place. It's it's something you could do. It's like necessary. it's just have it in case of anything. It could save your life because you never know what you're dealing with. It's entirely necessary. That was a, that was that was a great that was a great conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much, really, for indulging me. I, I mean, I'm I'm really obliged that you chose to come on this podcast. This has been on my mind, so I'm glad I. It, it's uh, it's great. Anytime, I'm always available oh, for you. Thank you. Stay on the line, please. All right.